Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. Today's the 3rd of June and I am here with Dan Brown to read the scripture passage for us today and we're going to reflect on it. Today is a relatively brief scripture passage so I encourage you to just milk this for all it's worth. I mean there's very little choices about what you're going to dive into today in the scripture. Um, but I'm looking forward to kind of digesting this with you, Dan. Um, would you mind reading this one for us? Yeah, I'll take this one. It's nice and short. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. Um, finally, brothers and sisters, farewell. Put things in order. Listen to my appeal. Agree with one another. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Be with all of you. Thank you, Dan. So, what do you think about this one? What's on your mind? Well, I'm sure this is, uh, this is Paul writing to the church in Corinthians. And I, I think about, this is almost a, a benediction there. The, the conclusion yep. of a letter, right? It's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, um, Put all things in order. We hear that order word again. We were talking earlier about the uh, or yesterday about the order and how the God likes order. Yes, Doesn't like chaos, mm-hmm. and it filters through us and what we do and our purpose on this earth. So I, I'm I'm hearing about the order and, and to to listen to each other. You know, appeal with one another, agree with one another live in peace and then here's this cool thing is after he says live in peace there's a little bit of a promise after that the god of love and peace will be with you so i think that when we're obedient and we follow what he says and we live in peace that god comes alongside of that and bolsters that up you know mm-hmm. that that's something that kind of jumped out at me yeah that's cool i I was noticing to put things in order as well and i would not have ever seen that had we not read genesis and uh, psalm 8 already this week just uh, i would that would not have stuck out to me but yeah put things in order and i wonder if that has to do with living in peace um and how frazzled are most of our lives um how disorganized do our lives feel especially like i'm in the young kids phase of life and sometimes life feels very disorganized and sometimes it feels more organized but um 
I've noticed in my life and in the lives of people that are, you know, are in my life or friends or people I disciple or lead that a disordered life or a disorganized life can be, even with all the best intentions, um, can be one of the bigger obstacles to growth in our faith. Meaning like, how often do you, do you say to yourself or hear other people say like, yeah, I got to get back to reading scripture. I'm just really busy right now, you know, or I just can't time, find time for it. I, I, you know, my days are all jumbled and, or you say, you know, Hey, can we get together for dinner? You guys want to come over for dinner? And like, Oh, we're busy all these nights and maybe two weeks, you know, or, Oh, I totally forgot. I had this thing. I'm going to have to cancel tonight or whatever. Um, that when our lives are disordered, um, it, it can really work against the peace and I think the flourishing that God wants for us. Um, I mean, you were talking, uh, we were talking about this last week when um, we were, you and I were trying to have a meeting and, um, you know, there wasn't quite long enough in advance to kind of know about it. And it was a simple, like administrative thing, right? But yeah. that, that ends up being, that ends up being something that, you know, inhibits the the conversation or the progress or whatever. And how, how even the, like the administration, which, you know, on spiritual gifts or whatever, I would rate myself as a little bit lower on administration or even like valuing that kind of thing. I, I don't typically value that kind of gift, you know, like, Oh, that's just kind of a task oriented thing. You know, it's not very spiritual. But man, being able to have things in order is something I'm constantly learning to do better and better because I'm realizing how much of a inhibition it is to my leadership, to my own discipleship, to my family when I'm, when I'm not putting things in order, when I'm not living a, an ordered life. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, you, yesterday... You- you uh, let me talk about ministry a little bit, so I, I appreciate that. You, you mentioned the lean manufacturing thing. Uh, lean manufacturing processes are all about removing waste and removing disorder in processes and systems. There are so many um, linkages between the lean manufacturing process and the walk with Christ and in your life putting things in order, removing chaos, removing waste, removing bad things, um, and ending up with this clean, organized, straightforward thing. Order, we are talking about the, the positivity of order. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Toyota and Ford and GM and every every big company that is worth big, big money is on this lean manufacturing journey and it it almost perfectly parallels scripture and how you remove you slowly remove and you you adjust and you remove and you become more like christ and with lean manufacturing it's a slow process where you remove waste and you remove waste and you get better and better a lot of parallels there but yes order Order makes a big, big difference in things mm-hmm. 
and in, in, in your, in your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think also disorder, even though it seems like, again, an administrative thing, oh, I just got to organize my schedule, whatever. There are reasons my life is in disorder when it is. There's usually an unhealthy attachment. There's some kind of um, misplaced desire that I'm following. There's something I'm, I'm wanting that, but I shouldn't be wanting something I'm chasing after that I shouldn't be chasing after some kind of heart priority. That's out of whack where I want everything, you know, like I want, I want to be everything and do everything at the same time. And I can't say no to things. And that's, that's straight up idolatry, you know, in my own life and putting things in order is another way of putting God first, you know, and saying, I, I can live simply. I don't need everything. Uh, I have all that I want in Jesus Christ. All my needs are met and I don't have to constantly be grasping for things. Um, afraid to say no, all those kinds of things. So I think it also has to do with our worship, you know, putting things in order has to do with the work, wor- the worship of our hearts and who we're really worshiping or are we trying to grab a hold of things that aren't really uh, ours to begin with? Yeah. Um, usually, usually it's a, what are we worshiping too? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and that can lead to a lot of really disordered, you know, uh, life that doesn't um, avail itself to discipleship, to the discipline required to follow Jesus and be, be purposeful and intentional about the structure and the orientation of our lives. So, uh, I guess today, maybe ask yourself, am I, in order or am I in disorder today? Is where's is my heart pointed straight towards Jesus and everything else is falling nicely in line with that? Or am I constantly running in circles trying to please everybody or playing, trying to appease all the quote unquote gods in my lives in my life? Um, so am I kind of running and scrambled, kind of like that tohu vohu we talked about on Monday? You know, of like just is my life chaotic and scrambled or is my life one where I'm, where I'm actively putting things in order and what does that look like? What's, or another question I would have is like, what's one thing you could do not to put your entire life in order, but just put one thing in order today. Like what could be in order today that would help your life be more oriented around the things that are most important to you, such as following Jesus. The other thing that grabbed my attention about this passage was greet one another with a holy kiss. Uh (laughs) Um, Mostly because we're in this season, right, of COVID-19, social distancing. I go, man, that is not the kind of advice you want to give in our context. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll try not to kiss you next time I see you. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, please don't. Uh, please do not obey scripture on this one. <laughs> Big hairy kiss. Um, yeah, but we do look forward to the day, hopefully sooner than later, when we can express physical affection towards one another. And uh, man, we had some people over to our house tonight. We met in the backyard and just did some uh, worship. Man, this fills my soul, Dan. Just having people over, holy cow. It's like mind-blowing experience you know so good to see people and then on top of that to celebrate communion together to sing together to pray together to open scripture together um 
we did that for like three hours tonight with our kids running around. It was awesome. the best thing in the world. Um, and at the same time, I just wanted to hug them goodbye. And I didn't because I'm, I'm practicing social distance. Um, and everyone's on the different spectrum of that. Okay. I, I, I'd hear that, but man, man, I long for the day where I can just give them like a big hug. You know, I don't think I'm ready to kiss them, <laughs> but I want to just hug them. I just, I just want them to know how, how, how much affection is in my heart for them and just thankful for their sharing um, a part of their heart with us as a family. So, yeah. So greet one another with a holy kiss. Hopefully someday, <laughs> you know. Soon. Yep. All right. Well, anything else you want to add to this conversation, Dan? I don't think so. It's amazing how much you can pull out of a t- teeny tiny passage, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> I love that about the Holy Scriptures. All right, tomorrow. Oh man, this is oh, this is good. I love these passages this week. Um, tomorrow we're going to be diving into Matthew twenty-eight. So get ready for that, and uh, we will be in your earbuds then. Talk. To- Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.